Hello and welcome to the J-Rod Sports Pod with me, James Robson. And me, Ollie Dix. So today, Ollie and I are going to be taking a quick look back at some of the major news and headlines from around the world of sport from this weekend. So let's jump straight into the conversation that we are having about sport this week. Right, Ollie, let's start with the (laughs) Pittsburgh Steelers. Yes, please. The Pittsburgh Steelers, not the Philadelphia Steelers, like I said in the first take there, um, who were 11-0 going into this weekend and ended up losing to the Washington football team. 17-23 they lost. So they're now 11-1. Are the Steelers overrated? Yes. That's massive. Do you think they're going to go to the Not Super Bowl? Not the whole team, though. Do you think they're going to go to the Super Bowl? No. I don't think anyone thinks anyone other than the Chiefs is coming out of the AFC. I would I would argue unless, 98% of people will accept that the Chiefs are going out of the AFC. Unless you live in Pittsburgh. Unless you live in Pittsburgh <laughs> or Philadelphia. Um, what I would argue is this defence is not overrated. I think this defence is for real. Um, I think it's balanced. I think you can rush four and be fine. And I think their their safety, their DBs are elite. I really like rate uh, Minka Fitzpatrick especially. Um, but this offense, you know, when we were celebrating Chase Claypool at the start of the year, I think that said a lot. Mm. That a rookie coming in was such a focal point of their offense, and I think that's never a good sign as to what with everything else that you've got going on and James Conner isn't the running back that he they thought they were getting I think when Le'Veon Bell left yeah I think it's uh, I mean we'll see what the Steelers turn out to be I think a generational defense I think is what we're we're agreeing on here and I think it's uh it's just a pity that it obviously hasn't I mean I don't think they would have gone to the Super Bowl and they wouldn't have won the Super Bowl so it had to come to an end at some point um, but we always love talking about Washington especially when it's oh, yeah. about their football and I mean Alex Smith like favourite player in the NFL right now yeah yeah comeback player of the year 100% oh, no doubt but he got he got uh, a stud to the ankle <laughs> gushing yesterday and was gushing blood <laughs> out of it and just stood there like an absolute champ and was yeah. just like mm, I'm yeah. not leaving no, and made some big time throws as well. Yeah, and uh, that's a game that Washington, if we're being honest, didn't really have much business winning. No, and that's what a quarterback like that can do. It can just lead you to performances that are better than they should be. So after all this time, the NFC East we established very early on was the the uh, the bin division of the league. After all of these jokes, the NFC East has a chance to get two teams in the playoffs, whoever wins the division, obviously, mm-hmm. and then New York and Washington are only a game behind the wildcard spot. And it's crazy that... The Vikings are 6-6, six and six. the Giants and the Washington football team are 5-7. and seven. It's crazy that the Giants... We were like, who's worse, the Jets or the Giants? Yeah. And the Giants have absolutely turned around, especially with Colt McCoy. That's a massive result against the Seattle Seahawks there. Like, that's absolutely huge. And they went out and took that. They didn't go. They didn't get given it. Yeah, no, for I sure. I mean, Seattle weren't sharp. No, I it, think Wilson has, like, 
some like maybe the joint first takeaways in the past like few weeks as yeah. well. But that game was sort of theirs to take. And if the Giants can make it to the Super Bowl in Joe Judge's first season <laughs> uh, not the Super Bowl, sorry, not the Super Bowl, the playoffs. If they can make it to the playoffs in his first season, I think that buys him enough time to then do what a lot of coaches don't have the time to do, which is kind of create the team you want. Yeah, no, for sure. And I think that's something that you only get that opportunity if, like you said, you have a great first year or you're like Matt Rule who gets a, given a seven-year deal and mm. it's just far too expensive to cut you straight away. Uh, I mean, from from New, one side of New York to the other side of New York, the Jets almost managed to throw away their perfectly losing season. Yeah, something were, that they want now, I think. Yeah, they were four points up with uh, 15 seconds to go and in what has been widely described as the dumbest defensive play call in history. Yes. Um, they brought every defensive player, essentially. Yeah, and left, rushed all seven, I think. Yeah, they left essentially man coverage for a Hail Mary. And when you got Henry Ruggs III playing for the Raiders, who runs about 45,000 miles an hour. Yeah, I agree with that statement. Um, you're going to lose. Yeah. And Greg Williams has been fired. He was fired the next morning. He was going to be fired anyways at the end of the season. You can't go <laughs> yeah. and 16 and keep your job, especially as a defensive coordinator. Means he's got Christmas time with his family. But this is good though, because I mean, especially for the Jets, because there's nothing worse than going one and fifteen, and then not getting the number one overall pick. Especially given that the Jags took the Vikings to overtime, and then ended up losing because mm. the Jags, I think, are a one and ten. So you know, like the the Jags and the Jets are who, who they're can one lose, and eleven, or one and eleven, who mm. can lose the most. You know, yeah, so, yeah, uh, yeah. This is this is big going forward. Um, other landmark news uh, coming out of the NFL this weekend. Um, I'm going to say it because no one else is. Patriots may never lose ever again. Right. They beat the Chargers 45-0. 45-0. Who's more on the hot seat here, Doug Peterson or uh, Anthony Lynn? Anthony Lynn's, uh, you know, Chargers head coach, Peterson Eagles head coach. Because um, I would say that at the moment, Lynn is about five games closer to being fired than Peterson. I think I would agree because of the news that's just come out exactly in Philadelphia, which yep. is that Carson Wentz is now the backup quarterback. Jalen Hurts, the, the rookie that was drafted this year, is now the starting quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles. That Chargers team has got some serious problems. I think Justin Herbert is legit. I think he's a he's a like a good player. Yeah. But they've got to figure out something, you know, around him. Philadelphia is That's a mess. Woeful. And I think yeah, there's some structural things that need to change there. Peterson I think needs to give up some play calling. We've seen the Falcons kind of turn it around after getting rid of Dan Quinn. Is this Philadelphia Eagles I mean the Falcons had a Super Bowl hangover from losing do the Philadelphia Eagles have a Super Bowl hangover from winning I mean I want to say that this is a different team I know it's the same guys but it's a different team these guys were on a massive high because of Nick Foles and you know when Wentz come, came back in it was a bit like this wasn't the guy that took us there 
and I just think there's then never been able to like build that hype around the building because actually it was almost a bit of a a one hit wonder kind of season because obviously we've seen Nick Foles not been able to reproduce anything like that since. No, I agree, and I think it's uh, Philadelphia are in a bad situation. Yeah, I agree. Uh, to not be able to win the NFC East a couple of years after winning the Super Bowl. Mm, that's not great. Right, turn your attention then to uh, New Orleans Saints, who became the first team to clinch a playoff berth. They were joined by Kansas City Chiefs later on in the day. Um, not really surprising, although the Saints have done it with Taysom Hill for the last couple of weeks. Drew Brees is said to be recovering from his 11 uh, rib. Was it 11 fractured ribs? Yeah, I think so. Um, the biggest news of that, I think, is most people didn't realise they had 11 ribs. Yeah. Which is, you know, fair enough. Um, and the Cleveland Browns beat the Tennessee Titans, I mean, beat beat them handsomely, to go, uh, are they 9-3 and three now? Or uh, eight and eight three. And three. Eight and three. So they've taken themselves to a winning record. Nine and three. Nine and three. Taking themselves to a winning record for the first time in ages. Yeah. With Baker Mayfield doing what Ryan Tannehill does, which is being a kind of game manager, not making huge throws, but handing the ball off when he needs to and kind of hitting the check down throws that he has to. He seems to be a different player over the last two weeks. Yeah, and he was... He, I mean, This was almost a stat padding game for him. There's a bit of confidence that's flying around. Yeah, and, and making some big time throws in the right in small gaps, and he sort of played through a, a rough patch and has managed to come out the other side. And I think they're going to be the reason that the Ravens don't make the playoffs. Oof, that's absolutely huge. But you know, these are the things that we have. Um, quickly moving on from the NFL, um, tonight Barcelona play Juventus which yep. means the return of Messi versus Ronaldo after more than two years. 1,462 goals between them. It's not bad. One word answer. Who do you take? Who would you have in your team? Who's your best? Who Messi. do you prefer? Messi. Interesting. Messi can carry a team. Really? I think Messi can carry a team more than Ronaldo can. That's interesting. I think... Messi can create, Ronaldo can finish. Yeah, I would agree with that. But Messi can also finish, given the fact he scored, I think it was 72 goals in one season, or yeah. one, one year. And then finally, um, the Jordan brand and UCLA have agreed a six-year deal to provide, to be their kit sponsor. Uh, I know that you're a big fan of the Michigan Jordan kit. Yeah. Who's your favourite kit scheme, colour scheme in sports? Ooh. In all sports. In all sports. I mean, I mean, I didn't give you any like this prep time for this, and this no is massive. One, so, what? if anyone's listening, please send us your favorite color schemes. The Lakers are so iconic. I agree with that. Yep. Like, you look at red and black for the Bulls could be kind of anyone. There are lots of teams. If I see red and black, I probably think United. Maybe red, white, and black, but. You know, I probably think them first, but if I see that yellow and purple, I'm immediately bang yeah. to the Lakers. Um, so I'd probably have to say them. I mean, I love, I do like the Patriots colour scheme. No, you can't pick a team that you support. No, I probably can't, can I? Because there's so much bias behind that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I'm just trying to think. 
Oh, the pinstripes. The Yankees. Like... It's iconic. That is, it? that is so iconic, and that's something that... It's iconic knowing that it'll never be changed. Yeah. You know? I no, think... No. I could see the Lakers going through a rebrand. I could see this happening. I could see that happening. But the pinstripe will be the pinstripe for ever. What about yours? Uh, a rogue here, but uh, the Miami Dolphins... I'm a massive fan of that that turquoise teal colour and the orange. Mm. And I think their throwback jerseys are... Epic. They yeah, should be I, their regular jerseys. Yeah, I see Dan Marino in those and I'm like, get me some of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would disagree with the United one. Don't think it's icon- that iconic. I think football's a lot harder to be iconic. I'd say like your AC Milan or your Inter Milan or your Barca... Barca. You know, they're the icon. Even your Juve, the Italian mm. history, it makes it massive. Um, no, I wasn't but, saying that United is iconic, but I'm saying that if I see red, there are so many teams that play in red and black. No, which I agree with. Yeah, completely. I can't really put the balls. Um, I'm just trying to rack my brains for any others. Um, and it's hard because in football, like that we play in the UK, obviously, the, the kits aren't as iconic. They get changed like every year a little bit, so they get tweaked and everything. Um, yeah, so no, look, we can always come back to this and go over it, and we can be like, no, this is my final top three. I mean, I think that I think there are two very different questions. And it's like, what's the most distinctive of like what when you see the color scheme? What do you think? And then there's like the coolest kit. I'd say the Dolphins for me are like their throwback uniforms are really really cool kit but uh, you know those Lakers jerseys and the Yankees pinstripes they're just like so iconic that you can't your mind can't go anywhere else without it we got anything else? not really much Borussia Dortmund are 1-0 down to Zenit St. Petersburg and the Ravens play the Cowboys tonight who wins that? the Ravens huge I think the Cowboys have got a serious job on their hands to turn themselves into anything half decent of a franchise. I think this is complete rebuild time. Unless they do, I think they have to sign Dak to get back into some form of winning. Because I think, I don't know if it's still the case now, but I know that two weeks ago, he left the NFL in week four due to his injury, I think. Two weeks ago, he still had more passing yards than quite a lot of starting QBs yeah and I think that says a lot to how well he was throwing at the start of the year right so thank you very much for listening to that pint size episode of the J World Sports Pod uh, a bit of conversation there for you at the end but um, yeah as I already said feel free to send us in your favourite uh, kit combinations kit colours uh, and we'll have a we'll have a chat about them but until then please make sure that you be a friend and tell a friend about the J World Sports Pod